Uh, just also a reminder that what we are going to be listening to this journey to Hajj, it's a recording that I did with Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams just before he left for a short while. So listen and enjoy. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Once more, a very good evening and welcome to Journey to Hajj with Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams. I'm your host, Jamil Wallace. My pleasure, my privilege being in your company once more and also in the company of Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams. Sheikh, assalamu alaikum to you. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shukran once more for joining us this evening and taking us on this glorious journey of Hajj, mashaAllah. Sheikh, as always, we start and ask for a bit of a refresher on where, uh, you know, what you were doing with the last chapter, just briefly on that. MashaAllah. Tajameel with Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillahi wa ahda wa salatu wa salamu ala man la nabiya ba'd. Rabbi shrah li sadri wa yasid li amri wa ahlul ugdatan min lisani yafqahu kawli. اللهم علمنا بما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا ورزقنا علما يا ذا الجلال والإكرام السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بتجميل السيد that in our last chapter we were doing, dealing with the Hajj of the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa the very famous hadith of Jabir ibn Abdullah as to him showing us how the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa had done the Hajj we've started off with the Hajj right up to the process of where we came to the Nabi performing, coming into the Haram of Makkah, performing the Tawaf, and did the Sa'i. Or, or just about to start the Sa'i, and we hope in this, in this session to be able to look from the Sa'i onwards and see how far we actually can go with that. So, what we said, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi after having performed the Tawaf, made, this, made the two raka'at uh, behind Maqam Ibrahim, and then after the Maqam Ibrahim, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi went at, at the Multazam and made dua there. The Nabi then went to drink of the Zamzam, at, at the well, and we made the du'as at the well, the well of Zamzam, and then the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam went off to to Safa and Marwa, and the Nabi started with these words: "Abda'u bima bada Allah wa Rasul." Abda'u bima bada Allah. I start off with what Allah starts off with, because Allah says in the verse, "Inna Safa veli Safa and Marwa is of the great signs of Allah." And so, whoever performs Hajj or the Umrah, then there is no harm on them to perform the Sai between Safa and Marwa. This is Allah's words, which we've said. So we then said that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa went unto Safa, faced Safa and uh, looked back and said these words, Bismillahi Allahu Akbar, facing the Kaaba from Safa, bis- uh, uh, three times, Bismillahi Allahu Akbar, Bismillahi Allahu Akbar, Bismillahi Allahu Akbar, and then moved from Safa down. Now Safa is a, a, a hillock, uh, quite steep. Nabi climbed on top there with, with the Sahaba and then they from there onwards did that and they climbed down and walked down until they got onto an almost level piece of ground in between and that point of the level piece of ground the Nabi Sallallahu went into the Ramal again the same Ramal he did in the first three shows around the Kaaba he never went in the Ramal and we now know nowadays know that this in, in, when you enter the, the Sai area, there's what they call the green lights. Between those two green lights, you must be able to do the Ramal. And the Ramal is a recommendation strong for the males, not necessarily for the females. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, the females can do it, but it's not a, not, not, nothing wrong for the females if they do it. But it's recommended for the males to be able to be between the, the two, in, the, in all the seven shouts, to be able to say, to, 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 to be able to do the Ramal there. And the Ramal is just to be able to give yourself a bit of movement so that you don't take a, a calm, calm walk, but you a little bit of movement. And it's not also a rush or a run. Yeah. It is something between a walk and a run, just putting a brisk walk, as yeah, you'd say. Right? That brisk walk to be able to get you into that position until you get to the, the end of that, that position. From there onwards, in the time of the Nabi, the ground was from there. It then had a, 
a very we, we said it was a steep slope on the one side and the other had a very gradual slope on, on the other side. From there on the gradual slope then started off to get onto Marwa, right? And the Nabi sallallahu walked off and there and spoke to Allah Ta'ala until the Nabi came to a certain point very near the, the top and the Nabi said the words again, أَبْدَأُ بِمَا بَدَى Allah إِنَّ الصَّفَى وَالْمَرْوَةَ مِنْ شَعَائِرِ اللَّهِ You and I, we say today, أَبْدَأُ بِمَا بَدَى اللَّهُ وَرَسُولَهُ إِنَّ الصَّفَى وَالْمَرْوَةَ مِنْ شَعَائِرِ اللَّهِ The Nabi said, I start with what Allah starts with. We say, I start with what Allah and His Messenger started with, right? That's what we say, and that's why there is a slight difference here. Um, so, uh, uh, um, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa did the sigh between Safa and Marwa and whenever the Nabi came to Marwa the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa raised his hands facing the Kaaba Bismillah, Allahu Akbar, Bismillah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar and then the Nabi left and the Nabi came down and as the Nabi came down Safa or down Marwa there were specific du'as the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Now, it's probably if I say it to you as it is in the Arabic language Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Walillahi alhamd Allahu Akbar kabira walhamdulillahi kathira wa subhanallahi bukrata wa asila These are of the, the words said by the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa But it is exactly what we say in the, the takbir of, 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 of Eid right? When we say Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar Exactly the same words And, 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 and when, until we get Allahu Akbar kabira walhamdulillahi hamdan kathira wa subhanallahi al-azim wa bihamdihi al-kareem bukratan wa asila la ilaha illa Allahu wahdahu sadaqa wa'adahu wa nasara abda wa'azza jundahu wa hazama al-ahzab wahdah la ilaha illa Allahu wallahu akbar Allahu Akbar walillahi alhamd Those very same words But it's healthy for us to go and find out the exact meaning of those As I say, remember we, um, my time limitation If I probably could have to give you every detail I wouldn't mind But unfortunately it's a radio program And we need to be able to highlight it Hoping that people can make value thereof If you can go to the understanding And take that message with you for the Takbir Because this is what our Nabi said When he came down Safa And when he came down Marwa Every time he came down, he went up, Abda'u bima Allah. And when he came down, he said these words, takbir, right? And if we then can follow that, at least we're doing exactly what our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa did until the Nabi came to the end. And it would be have more meaning for us. We exactly, that's precisely exactly what we are. As you say, Jamil. Now, here comes a beautiful point now. When the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, must be the reminder with Jabir, he, he showed that going up to Safa, and from Safa to Marwa was known to be one shout, one round, one, 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 uh, uh, one straight. And then from Marwa again to Safa was called two. And then from Safa to Marwa was called three. And then from Marwa to Safa was called four. And then from Safa to Marwa was called five. And then from Marwa to Safa was called six. And then from Safa again to Marwa, the last one was called the seventh one. And when the Nabi came onto Marwa on the seventh one, with Jabir leading the Sahaba, uh, with, uh, uh, the, leading the great grandchildren of the Nabi Sallallahu to this Hajj, showing them the processes when he got there, he said what the Nabi Sallallahu said. And he said, Yeah, the Nabi said these words. If I knew then what I know now, 
I would not have brought about sheep to travel with me. Now, this was strange to everybody. Mm. And how does this fit in? Listen again. Our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa says at that moment, on top of Marwa, had I known then what I know now, I would not have brought about sheep to be able to slaughter in Mecca. Now, what was that? And then the Nabi turned to the Sahaba and said to them, all of you, all of you that has sheep with them, let them remain in Ihram. But all of you that in actual fact has, that did not bring sheep along with him, let them leave the state of Ihram. And let them cut their hair. Now, this this was not clear, clear to the Sahaba radiallahu anhu because... Why this distinction? Yeah, what is, what, what is happening here? Why are you saying what you're saying now? Now, when Allah wants something to happen, he gives instruction to his Nabi and his Nabi carries out his Nabi doesn't question. His Nabi just does that. And when his Nabi does that, and he tells the Sahaba, the Sahaba were people who executed exactly what the Nabi did. No questions asked. We don't ask. We say, Sam'an wa ta'a. We an, an ummah of listening and hearing, and immediately we implement, we execute, we do what needs to be done, and we later will ask, for what reason is that? We wouldn't ask it to be able to say, no, come. That is not a healthy Islamic mentality. That's not good for Muslims. A Muslim mentality is somebody says, I will come to know the reality thereof later. For now, it is implementation because this is what Allah and His Rasul wants for me. And if Allah and His Rasul has commanded, but if simply because this is what Allah and His Rasul wants for me, I do so. I execute. And may Allah grant us to be the Ummah of Sam'an wa Ta'a. Who hears and listens to the command of, in his messenger and execute that to the best of our abilities. May Allah grant us to be of those people. Mm-hmm. So this Jamil, remember, lo, again, this, listen to the words the Nabi says, had I known then what I know now. No. The scholar says, we need to look at what is the Nabi referring to when he speaks about then. And how would you and I qualify that then? What he knows now, now we can identify, so now he's at the end of the... The the, 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 the the Umrah. He's, he's completed the sigh and the, the he's completed the, the tawaf and the sigh, so the Umrah is going to be the end. But now, what needs to happen? When you come to the end of an Umrah, you normally need to cut your hair. But was that the common law of the day and time? Yes or no? And what is the means and ways that we need to come in into the Ihram? For especially when you come for Hajj? What was the common law of yesterday and what is actually happening right now? The Jamil, the common law is you can do Umrah at all times of the year. Right? But whenever you do an Umrah in the Hajj season, then you need to stay in Ihram until the completion of Hajj. That was the common law to all people prior to the Ummah of the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Just listen to what I've said here right now, because it's imperative of understanding that the common law is if a person, you, if you came in into the... Now, the first law we need to understand is the law of the period of Hajj. When does Hajj start? Hajj, the period of Hajj starts, or the season of Hajj starts on the day of Eid of Ramadan. The Eid day of Ramadan that is the first day of Shawwal. The first day of Shawwal, which is La Barangdach, the day of Eid. That is the first day of the season of Hajj. So which means the season of Ramadan 
joins directly into the season of Hajj. Subhanallah, la wa la quwwata. Purified. So, so you, you just come after the Ramadan, then immediately, immediately, not a split second in between, is only the sighting of the moon. But that that very sight of the moment that we sighted the moon, if, if, if there's not a, there's not there's not a split second in between, it's immediately from the one into the other. Subhanallah, la wa la quwwata illa billah. So the one comes to an end, and the other one opens immediately. So the Jamil, the season of Hajj comes to an end. The season of Umrah happens right through the year permissibility, prior to our time. Whilst in our time, the season has been opened now for performing Hajj and Umrah, except for when a person in the time in the Jahid, in the time before Islam, if you had to come in for a, for a Hajj period that you could perform the Hajj alone, or you did the Hajj and the Umrah together, right? But if you come to the point where you need to be able to end of your Umrah, because you need to stay in Ihram for the Hajj, you cannot cut your hair. Remember? Because the cutting is a, is a sign that you've completed your, 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 your side, your, uh, the Umrah. But even though you come, if you do the Hajj and the Umrah together, at the end of your Umrah, your Umrah is completed. But because you're also stating, staying in Ihram for Hajj, and the people had to, as a necessity, stay in the Hajj in Ihram. Those days, nobody had the right to be able to get out of the ihram. So if you came in on, on the day of Eid and Ramadan, to blaze in ihram, and to ojikum ani 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 an, and you must stay in the state of ihram until hajj. You must stay physically in ihram for two months and 10 days. Or two months and 13 days, you must stay, you must blay in the ihram. It, 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 it was a load. So, the Sahaba radiallahu anhu, Oh, this great scholar says, let us listen to the hadith of the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when he says, Had I known then what I know now, the then has reference to the leaving Medina. Why do they say that? They say the then has reference to the departure from Medina is because when he departed Medina, he departed like a normal traveler mm. when he left Medina. And he knew he had to and he invited everybody for Hajj. But Jibreel or nobody else informed him about certain things, but that was not the information that was given to him. He had to leave like a normal process. He was going to travel. He went to Makkah. He has his, some animals he took with him. For if anything happens on the journey and they needed to slaughter animals or have something to eat, then they would be. But the Nabi took some animals with him to be able to, 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 to journey with him. And the Nabi says, if any of you had brought animals with, let him stay in the haram. But if, some, if, none, if you had, did not bring animals with, then let him relieve himself with the, with the state of ihram by having to, to cut off the hair. Allahu Akbar. Subhanak, la hawla wa la quwata. Now, remember the Nabi said, had I known then what I know now, which means now the Nabi has been informed by Jibreel, what is the rule? What is the new rule for this ummah? The rule that has never ever been there prior. So yeah, Allah opens up this door for us to come to understand the processes of a new process that has never ever been in history before. This ummah, the ummah of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, gets a gift that nobody has ever had before. What is that gift? That we go in the period of Hajj, yet we go with an umrah. But you go in the period of Hajj. The intention is to perform Hajj and Umrah together, and if for that matter.
You come in the period of Hajj, which is from E-Day onwards, yes. to the Eid of Ramadan onwards, you come in that period. Anytime, which we go for, Shawwal, uh, as we said, uh, but uh, normally our people leave here for the little Qa'ja. In that period, the normal standard, you had to remain in Ihram until the end. Allah granted as a gift that we should not stay, that we have the right to be able to relieve ourselves from the state, the physical state of Ihram. But Allah gives us the honor for a person remaining in We would be living a normal life. Uh-huh. We would be living a normal life. But Allah will grant us the gift simply because we're in Mecca for him to perform the Hajj. We do not leave the, the Miqat of Mecca. We remain there. Then for that matter, that whole period, we are considered as if people, the, given the barakah and the khair and the rahmah of Allah, as if a person being in Ihram until Hajj. hajj. Even though we only go for into, into, uh-huh. into the Ihram on the 8th of the Hijjah. So we must understand this gift that's been given to us and come to and seize the, the appreciation of the favors of Allah. The normal law is whenever a person has been to, to, to Makkah, come to Makkah in the period of Hajj, no matter when you come in, in that period, then you must stay in Ihram until the end. And it means that the laws of the state of Ihram, which we will do later on, inshallah, shows us that certain things is not permissible, that a man, even if you have your partner there, you cannot sleep with your partner, you cannot live as a husband and wife in a halal manner. Mm. That's, that now becomes haram for you because of the state of haram. This Allah grants us a gift to this ummah. You have your total freedom as human beings, and Allah knows who we are. Allah gives us this gift has never ever been there. This gift has now been given to us, and we now enhance this gift and given to the Ummah of the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Ya Rabb, Subhanak lahaudulah. What an honor! So the scholar says, had I known then when I left Medina, what I know now that this new format for Ihram is going to be exposed to the people, to to to, to this Ummah, then I would not have brought these animals around. Said the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. What an honor! So the scholar says, had I known then when I left Medina, what I know now, that this new format for Ihram is going to be exposed to the people, to, 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 to this ummah, then I would not have brought these animals around, said the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa And it so happened, the total amount of people came with, that came with the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa all of them did not have animals except for two. The Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa himself and another sahabi. And then he said to them, no, those, those were the only that had. That had, okay. Everybody else did not no, have any sheep, sheep, any extra animals that they brought with. Everybody else that came and traveled with the, the Hajj. Because remember, the Nabi didn't say this. Mm. But the Nabi couldn't say this to anybody prior because Jibril didn't inform him of this. No, it was meant that Allah wanted to show us this gift and come to appreciate this gift when it's been given to us. And that's the words of the Nabi at that moment when he got to Marwa on, on top there, at the end of the, uh, the Umrah, he said, had I known then, sallallahu alayhi wa had I known then what I know now, I mean, had I known then in my departure from Medina what I know, I would then have decided that I'm not taking animals with, so I would have gone into this state of ihram that was specific to the ummah of the Nabi Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But the Nabi says, only these two people, himself and the other person, did us stay in ihram. So out of 124,000, two. two people was in ihram. 
This gift, wanting to us, and Allah allows mm. us to happen. Remember, this is Allah's decree of how historically it, it, it unfolds. That Allah, because Allah could have allowed hundreds more to be able to have animals with Him. But Allah preferred it that way, and Allah structured it that way, so that you and I can appreciate this favor and recognize the fact that we should have been in Ihram. But because we've been given this gift, Allah then requests of us that we must be able to offer slaughter for the sake of Allah. So now, later on in the ayat, we will be able to see that how Allah does this. So Allah, the Nabi sallallahu says, I know then what I know now. And he says, we, we, they were now introduced with something that was known to us as what we called the state of Ihram, a new format of state of Ihram that is known to us as Tamattu'a. Brother mm. Jamil, I'm sure you've heard this. Oh, yes. Because the yeah. common format of Ihram is either Ifrad, and Ifrad refers to only performing Hajj, and my intention to come for Hajj. Or Kiran, and Kiran was a reference to performing Hajj and Umrah together, and in the, the, there is no other way. There was no other way prior. For the first time when the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam performed Hajj, for the first time this Ummah was exposed in the words of the Nabi on there at that state, in, when the Nabi came to the end of the, the Umrah, he said, I, I know then what I know now, he know now, now he know because he has informed me only now, the state of tamattu', which Allah says in the Quran, فَمَنْ تَمَتَّعَ بِالْأُمْرَةِ إِلَى الْحَجِّ Whosoever does tamattu' between the hajj and the umrah yeah. together, which means you come with the intention in to perform your hajj that year, and you're going to be, but you come in with an umrah, you're now in that state of ihram all the time. You've, you All your ibadah, Whatever you do, even your common life that you live, is considered in the state of ihram, in greatness and glory. So if the person can only have himself psychologically developed to understand that how far must I go with the processes that I deal with? How do I make business? How do I interact? How do I live with my family? What is halal? Allah makes halal for you, which would have normally have been haram for other people, but now it's halal for us. But to what extent do you need to go? How do you go about to show Allah appreciation for this great favor of being that offered to be able to do what we call tamattu'a? Tamattu'a was not known to anybody prior to this ummah. It wasn't known. Even it wasn't even known to our Nabi, as he said, had I known then what I know now, because there wasn't something like that. It was common to them. The common rule is either ifrad or there is kiran, and tamattu' was the new thing that was going to be given to this ummah. And now this ummah then has to develop and appreciate this favor of Allah, as Allah is going to grant it to them. May Allah grant khairan barakatuh. Allah Akbar. Yeah. Jamil, as, as, as the present we went on, Jabir tells us, so that day, when, when um, it so happened that the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam um, allowed them to all cut their hair so to get them out of the state of ihram and they all went home and they all dressed in normal clothing except for the Nabi and this other sahabi. Jabir tells us the hadith that Jabir says, Sayyidatina Fatima radiallahu anhu, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa daughter, no, I'm sorry, what I forgot to tell us earlier on, when the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa left Medina, or prior to him leaving Medina, he sent Sayyidina Ali and said to him, go off with a horse, horse and go to Yemen and get some sheep there for the fact that you need to be able to, to be slaughtered for hajj. The, the slaughtering of, of sheep on hajj, hajj, go fetch some sheep there. So Sayyidina Ali left off prior. He went off to Yemen and from Yemen he came back, right? So when he came in, into Makkah and he brought the, the sheep in, he actually landed there with the sheep um, with, with, uh, the very day the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has completed the, the, the Umrah and, and, and he came in. When he came in, 
Um, he met a, a father that where his family was, and he got to the tent where his wife was, and he saw his wife in ordinary clothing, and he says, "What's happening? What's this?" Now these are all clear signs you'll understand. And so Ali, he said, "But but why 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 are you not in the haram? Uh, what is this?" She said, "But this is what my father has shown us." He said, "Remember, he's a nabi." He said. And Sayyidina Ali was uh, uncomfortable with what he saw, and he thought, whoa, 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 let me go and find out. Mm, so Sayyidina Ali, yes, Sayyidina Ali went, and he went to the Nabi Sallallahu <laughs> Alaihi Wasallam, and he said to the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, O Messenger of Allah, what I know of is, uh, um, uh, of, of either Ifrad or, or, or Kiran, but, 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 but what is this? Because if it's Kiran, if you had to, if, if you had to do the Fajr, the Hajj, and the, the Umrah together, then you had to stay in Ikhram. What is this? Is something new? The Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam looked at him, and the Nabi smiled, and the Nabi said to him, O oh, Ali, how, what did you make your intention? So Ali looked at the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and the Nabi said, listen to the words here. And it's very important for all of us to listen to how Sayyidina Ali respond, because this is important for us to recognize how do we respond to the process. Sayyidina Ali says, O oh, Messenger of Allah, I made intention to enter into Ihram with the same intention that the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam entered into Ihram. Subhanak la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Did we know or did anybody know? Did anybody even ask the Nabi what was, in, what is our intention when we enter Ihram? Mm-hmm. Nobody they asked ask. that. When they saw the Nabi entered into Ihram on, 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 on Dhul Hulayfa, they all entered into Ihram. When they heard the Nabi made the Talbiyah, they made the Talbiyah with him. Labbaik Allahumma labbaik. When they had to leave, they did everything with him. Nobody did ask the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is the extent of the Sahaba. Submission to the extent of... Clarity will come to us later on. Mm. Allah is going to grant us that. We don't question the authority here. We know that this is the best authority, the highest authority, the greatest authority, the most protective authority, mm. the authority, authority that will grant us only the very best for what our efforts are. So we don't question this unnecessary. For what benefit? Mm. What is, so what is the benefit you or me if you question? Nothing. So this is the extent of Sahaba, what, what we understand again, what is meant by Sama'an wa Ta'a. They recognize they're dealing with the greatest authority. There's no law, there's no, no politics, there's no issue or judgment greater than that of Allah. And we're dealing with the greatest. So, so what? We, are we doing the very best thing? The greatest thing, whatever is done to us is the greatest. So we're submitting to that. And this is the level of the depth of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. And they executed this. And they, 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 they did this. So it's, when the Nabi heard Sayyidina Ali said that, the Nabi said to him, Oh Ali, what intention did you make? And he said, my intention was exactly what, what the Nabi has said. I, my intention was, if, whatever niyyah the Nabi made, I was going to make that. So the Nabi said to him, Ali, then your niyyah, with the fact that you brought sheep along, <laughs> is exactly as that of mine. mine. <laughs> of mine. Because mine was also to come into Umrah, or performing the Hajj, to do Hajj and an Umrah together. But... But because of the processes of the fact that I was told I had to remain in the Haram, I and the other person had to remain in the Haram. So Ali, you can also stay in the Haram. So there was only three people in the Haram. Subhanak. But fortunately, they landed there on the sixth day of the Hijjah. And the eighth day, they had to go back into the Haram for. The other people had to go back into the Haram for, for Hajj. So the only three people that was... In Ihram was the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam himself, the other Sahabi radiallahu an, and the one that and Sayyidina Ali radiallahu an. Because, you know, Sheikh, because they were used to, I'm certain, with having been around the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so long, 
whenever the Nabi did something and it might look strange to them, they immediately know. This is Wahi. We follow immediately. We at Salha explain what? But this is, as, as you said, this is who the Sahaba has been. A people who's ready to execute and carry out, if this is what Allah is so for us, definitely is the best for us. The Jamil, one of the Sahaba, when this happened with the Nabi, on Mina, on, on, on uh, uh, Marwa, he asked the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O Messenger of Allah, if it is as such that uh, we are now performing this. Remember the norm was you either perform a, a hajj in the hajj period, but you don't a hajj, a hajj and an umrah. If you do that, you have to pay a penalty. If you have to do that, you have to pay a penalty. Is it now permissible? He asked the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The Nabi Sallallahu said to him, it is totally permissible. The Nabi took his hands, his two hands, and he says, and he twined his fingers into one another. It says, like the, my two hands here twined into one another, the fingers. So Hajj and Umrah has been given to you, this Ummah, forever and forever, year after. You can perform your Hajj and your Umrah together. Allah. Allahu Akbar. So understanding then the message of Tamattu' when we come in, the intention is to perform the Hajj. But with this Umrah that is joined to the Hajj, we have the right to relieve ourselves in that Umrah state. But we will be considered by Allah as if we in the state of Ihram continuously through and Allah will grant us this khair and barakah of that state mm. right through until we enter Ihram again for the Hajj. Amen. Ya Jamil, we cannot imagine the extent of Allah's favor for somebody who comes for Hajj. How far does Allah go? And look at how Allah opens a door for this Ummah and to what extent Allah multiplies their ibadah in the extent that even a person who sleeps in the Haram of Mecca, not in the Haram in the Masjid, who sleeps in the Haram area of Mecca, outside, who sleeps in his hotel, which is inside the Haram or wherever, and he sleeps in, and that sleeping is Ibadah. If he walks, he's walking his Ibadah. If he makes Zikr, he's multiplied a hundred thousand times more. <laughs> yeah, so, so you're at the place where everything multiplies so much more, the Jamil. The, the values of that, which we're going to do later, the values of the Haram of Makkah and Medina, we can do those things a bit later, mm. May Allah grant khair and barakah. Amen. If, we, if Allah can grant us to be able to. No. It, it, later on, inshallah, Jamil, I will just want to carry on further with this. this yeah, no, certainly, certainly, Kaya Sheikh. And just for the benefit of the listeners, I wasn't sure whether I should say it, and uh, but when uh, what Sheikh is reading from here, and you might have the year the pauses, it's not that Sheikh has forgotten what to say. Is Sheikh is tafsirin from Arabic into a language that we can all understand, and then uh, further explanations around it, the English, and then also giving us a demonstration. Yeah, I hope you could have been here, Sheikh, virtually with the arms, you know, pointing as Sheikh expands or expounds to us the um, what took place there. Samihni Tajameen, as as we said, this is Sahabi as Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and the Nabi says that Allah has combined the Hajj and the Umrah until Yawm Al Qiyamah. Subhanak. And the Nabi repeated this twice, for that matter. Uh, uh, and, 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 and the person wanted to still know furthermore, the Nabi said, no, forever, forever. Al-Abad, meaning it's going to carry on. And then we mentioned the process of what happened to Sayyidina Ali radiallahu an, and what happened when Sayyidina Ali radiallahu an came to saw the, see the clothing of his wife, 
uh, 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 that it is not in the state of ihram. He was concerned, and he went to the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam to confirm the processes to verify that, until Allah has granted him to be able to come to realize that in actual fact this was. And then he came to realize that his wife has spoken the truth. Um, um, and 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 it's an earlier then. The, 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 he entered into the same that uh, as what is the, the intention of the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and he then stayed in the haram with the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam has allowed this to happen with the Sahaba radiallahu anhum to. Sayyidina uh, Ali had with him X amount of sheep with him. It says Sayyidina Ali had a hundred sheep with him. It was going to go with him, and during this period, for the two days it was left. The Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said to the people, every day. Now, now remember, they performed the tawaf, and the tawaf and sai was finished, and the umrah was finished. So now the awqat, the different awqat was mm -hmm. taking place, and the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the leader of the Muslim ummah. But the Nabi is now also the leader. Some people came to Medina to join the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam yeah. to go onto this Hajj, but other people also joined with him along the route. They joined on. And some people around Makkah did not mm -hmm. join yet, and in Makkah they joined with the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. They all went into ihram. Most of them did that, and those who did not as yet came up to the moment of before going for Hajj, for the, for the going for the Hajj, and the Nabi entered in on the next day. But before the, the days before, between the sixth day and the eighth day, the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam made every salah led them as the Imam of the Ummah, the, the leader of the people. He led them in every salah, lead them. And every salah, the Nabi used to say these words. All those people who is staying in Makkah, let them add on to, let them add on to our completion of salah. No, 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 no. The Nabi, yes, because he says, we are on journey. We are on yes. journey, right? We we are still busy on the journey for Hajj. Do remember the Nabi arrived at Makkah, mm. but he's still on his journey, and he says we've arrived here now, and arrived, which means which means it's now the the sixth day, the rest of the sixth day, and the seventh day. The Nabi gave these reminders. The eighth day, the Nabi sallallahu was there up till Dhuhr salah, up till before Dhuhr, before Dhuhr they left after Fajr they left already to go off, which means the walk of Dhuhr and Asr and Maghrib and, and, and Aisha, especially those three awqat, was the reminder given to everybody. Then the, the, the eighth day, the morning before, after Fajr, they left off to go to Mina. For Dhuhr, they were at Mina. From there onwards, the Nabi sallallahu did not say anything to the Sahaba. So there's a different rule being applied here. I'm not going to go into that because of the fiqh, which we will do a bit later. Oh, I'm only mentioning the Nabi said absolutely nothing to them whilst in Makkah there was the reminder given to us that all you people, if it's the four rakat, we're doing it too, but you need to see that you need to do it. You need to carry on the rest. Those people are people of Makkah. Mm. Those who've been coming to travel in onto their journey, for them, they, they can do it with, in, in those people that, that it's on journey and travel. So we found the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went into the into the eighth morning, into the state of Ihram. On, on the eighth morning, went into the state of Ihram. Oh, you remember okay. around the, 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 the sixth day of the Hijjah, mm. and the seventh and the, eight, the seventh and the eighth morning after Fajr, the Nabi 
then announce the fact that they should all go into haram and they all go and perform the five oqat of salah at Mina. So they went to Mina and this five oqat of salah, the salah for Dhur, for Asr, for Maghrib, for Aisha and for Fajr the next morning, those five oqat must be recited, must be performed at Mina as a, as a strong sunnah of Hajj. Right? So here the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam invited the Sahaba, told everybody, and all of them went into that state of ihram, and they went off with the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They went to Mina. And they waited at Mina the whole day in the state of ihram. Not much was done. Not much was done. According to Jabir, it was normally a process of all of them just being there. The Nabi's tent was set up. And everybody was just keeping themselves in a form of ibadah and relaxation in understanding that the next day is a day of Hajj. Right? And the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then the next morning after Fajr, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam prepared himself to go off to, to, uh, to uh, Arafah. Arafa. Now it's been the common yes, practice of the people of Makkah, only the people of Makkah, not the other people. To never go to Arafah. They went to only Musdalifah. And they wanted the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to also go to only Musdalifah because they said he was the people of Makkah, mm. of them. And the Nabi went right through because the other people of what Allah has made Hajj a norm in the past, the people of Makkah, as a portion of them, had this belief that Arafah was outside the Miqat of the Haram of Makkah. Makkah. Okay. Yes. Now, the, the, the three common Miqat that we know as Cape Townians is. Uh, Masjid Aisha, sure. which is uh, 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 Tanaim, mm -hmm. and then Tanaim, what's Allah Masalli Ala Sayyidina Muhammad, Jarana, Jarana, but it's very, very means for Umran to Al Khamas Tanaim too, Masjid Aisha, the Hud Masjid Asufan, Davadi means that for the Khraman and the Kumran for Umrah, Tanaim, right? In Jarana, see Anaplik. But the the Umrah and Arafah is the other one, right? Those are the three main points. And another portion outside the Miqat, that's also what called the Miqat of the Haram, is what we call um, Hudaybiyah. Hudaybiyah is just outside the Haram of Makkah, and so, so is Arafah outside the Haram of Makkah, and so is Tanaim outside the Haram of Makkah, and, and, and Ja'arana. Those four places is that we probably can say, if you look at that circumference there, that inside that is the Haram of Makkah, and inside the Haram we get Muslim, the Masjid al-Haram inside there, and then you, uh, to understand that. Hmm. Sheikh, um, I think time is, for the session is caught up with us. Okay. And uh, certainly say shukran to you. Look forward to our next journey on Hajj, or journey to Hajj. Shukran, Sheikh. Shukran, Sheikh.